and I can start. All right. God is good. All right. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Welcome to another episode of Base Camp on Mountain Movers. I'm your host, Brownie Barra, and I'm here with my boy. Introduce yourself. God bless everybody. My name is Joel Saint Jr. Um, so we are here for just another time to just talk about God, talk about um how He He works in our lives and, and things that we've been through. Um, but before we start, I know that I've been trying to get people to bring snacks. So my first guest, Lenny, he forgot his snack because he had an emergency with his gutters. So I actually brought him a proving stack of cancha. But this time, you know, shoot, my, my guest brought a whole meal with him this time. So <laughs> what what snack did you bring with you? So uh, my default was going to be a lemon pepper wings. Okay. Having right. had lemon pepper wings, a nice dry rub with ranch or blue cheese, whatever, that <laughs> always hits. I don't care. And I have a spot downtown. It's called Barcade. Okay. It's like an arcade. They got like a, a whole lot of vintage games. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, it, it's from there. It's really good. But running late from work and I was like, I'm not going to pull up with nothing. <laughs> I hit up the emergency line. I said, mama, <laughs> mommy, I need some chuleta with arroz con gandule. I mean, arroz con habichuela or gandule. And that's literally what she made. So Yo, mom never lets you down, down man. No, Yo, she I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. So, I mean, go ahead. You start. We, we pray for the food. We did. So, you know, blessings to God for it. I gotta try Mama's chuletas, you know. Awesome. Oh wow! Okay. All right. Oh man, <laughs> that 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 a, a meal, not a snack. That's good. Some ASMR for you as we're eating and enjoying the food. I'm so sorry, I gotta watch and hear this. <laughs> Maybe someday y'all can tap in. And we can have a nice. What is it called? A uh, uh, a pot, a crock pot? No. Um, a family pot. A potluck. A potluck. A potluck. We'll have funny, a padlock. A potluck. Be good. Funny thing about potlucks is that a lot of the times, and I, I mostly hear it from you know black or Latino people. It's like you don't know whose kitchen this food is coming from. <laughs> There's something my mom has been telling me since I was little. Mm -hmm. It's nada mortifero no jalaraño. <laughs> That's in the Bible, supposedly. Uh, I honestly don't know the Bible verse, but we can look it up to reference it. But she's been saying you just pray for it. Exactly. If it's going to fall bad on you, it will. If it's not, it's not. Mm -hmm. That's your body. That's your health. That's this is why you is. pray for your food every pray single time. It. Just Bless it. Pray for it and just be happy to have it because some people just eat nothing yeah mm -mm. literally uh i think it was last week and it's payday for me i'm over here i was like bro i'm not gonna lie i looked at the when the pay hit i was like man i only got hit with this mm -hmm. i can't believe it <laughs> i can't believe it there's no way i can't live off this and I'm putting gas in the car to mm -hmm. fill up the tank okay. while I'm complaining. Uh -huh. And I'm complaining about the gas prices. And I'm complaining about uh -huh. me having to pay bills. And then I hear like ruffling in the back. Mm -hmm. I hear something drop. And it's the trash. Yeah, yeah. I look back. There's someone digging in the trash to eat. Mm. I turn around. Immediately conviction, bro. Yep. Immediately conviction. And that's how God works, man. <laughs> reach for the pocket. Last 20 bucks in there. I was like... Hey, go get yourself something to eat inside. And he looked at me, looked at the trash can, didn't even pick it up, just took the twenty dollars and, and said, "Thank you, man." Bounced. And bounced. <laughs> <He> bounced. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because every time I I hardly carry cash with me to be honest, but when I do and I see somebody in need, I just feel like, okay, God, you you know I got cash in my pocket, so I gotta give. Or there'll be a situation where for some reason, I think like a hundred people will walk into a store and first they will choose me. Uh, there was a there was uh, a Walmart, you know, the Walmart here in in, our, in the town, and I was walking in. I was in a rush. I had to go get something, and this guy picked me out. I said, "Hey, can you buy me a pair of pants?" I was like, "What the heck?" Like, out of all things, I'm like, "All right, cool. I'll buy you a pair of pants." Different. Pick out your pants. I'll have to go pick something up, and I'll be right back. And I got it real quick, and I see him looking, and he's he's being selective. It's Walmart, you know, it's not that bad. Being selective. And I was like, you know what? Get yourself an outfit. Got a shirt and everything. And literally bought my guy an outfit. Never seen him again, but 
it's the first time I've ever done something like that. Um, and the first time anybody's ever asked me just to go ahead and buy them a pair of pants. So he, he must have been seriously in need. He needed those pants. All right, guys. So right now, I know me personally, right now, I, there is a season or there is, there's a lot of things going on. Right, I know like we, we throw a lot of those, I say good church vocabulary, you know, there's a new season coming and stuff like that. And people want their new seasons, but they can't even handle their old seasons. Um, but there is, I have, I have a couple of things that are, that are coming along in my life. And one of that major thing is I'm going to, I'm about to have a baby girl, right? I'm about to have a baby That's girl. A blessing. As you see, where hopefully I'll have the majority of my interviews, it's at, it's in my home gym, right? I want to make sure I have to lift over 400 plus if I'm going to have that big girl. <laughs> I need to be intimidation factor all the time. <laughs> I'm almost there. I'm almost there. You know? See, see, for me, I really don't care if, if I don't mean you. No, I don't got care you, if you can lift 400, 500 pounds. I'm simply pulling out my Glock. <laughs> if I am not safe. You're going to see that and you're not going to want to lift my 180 pounds. It's <laughs> more for intimidation factor. Bro, I really don't want to use it. Like I so I sometimes play around with, oh, yeah, I want someone to come in my house. I yeah, want yeah, someone. Yeah. But I really don't because like that's ending someone's life and there is too much on the line for ending that, bro. Like life is beautiful. Exactly. We're, we're talking about introducing a life now we're just gonna gladly take one nah, no way but i mean i'm skinny i've always been skinny and i'm just now beginning to like my body's beginning to grow finally yeah yeah my arms finally are like able to through puberty get something. or something bro like again, <laughs> like again like my whole life i hit puberty in sixth grade Oh, wow. Like fifth, sixth grade, I was the first one with the mustache and cracking voice. Yeah, yeah. I got bullied for that. That's a story, though. Uh, like I pimples all on my face. Everything was bad. I, I hit puberty early, mm -hmm. and then my body just stayed skinny. Yeah, I yeah. got a little taller. Yeah. Stayed skinny. Hair, bro. Like I had a beard <laughs> sophomore year in high school. Oh, d. And I wow. used to shave that. Like I don't think I got a beard until like sophomore year in college. <laughs> bro, like I was a sophomore shaving because i already had the hairs connecting all the way all the well, all the way and I'll, there's a lot of guys out there with fake beards so <laughs> <laughs> there is but you know like we said and like again like having this this an, another like, you know, daughter in my life i have a son um you know what how about you like what are, what are things right now in this point in your life that that you're going through that is you want to say like it's that new season you're right like, now, a thousand percent that I can say is my ability to be in a a part of the leadership family for mm -hmm. the youth. Okay. That's something mm -hmm. that like this year was like huge for me mm -hmm. because I was always, you know, listening to, you know, prophecies of you're an evangelist, you're a teacher, you're a, you're a pastor, you're, I've heard it all probably mm -hmm. at this point. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you discern it. Sometimes you like, all right, well, I've never heard that one before. I'm going to pray on that. Yeah, Amen. Yeah. And so one of the things that hit me this year was um, uh, I had gotten prophesized when I was in Texas last year. Gotcha. So I want to say October 2021, they were preaching and this guy who was like a part of the ministry and stuff, I went up for prayer. He was like, you're going to be a leader. You're going to be a teacher. And mm -hmm. I was already a leader and a teacher because of... Mm -hmm. um, a network marketing group that I give a lot of things to and I wear the bracelet. Gotcha. Gladly. Um, the Framley. It was an investment group. Shout, my out. Very, shout out to the Framley. <laughs> right? My very first investment group that I ever joined. Um, I was already in like a leadership teaching type position. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I already do that. I already do that. But that started going downhill. Gotcha. That started dipping. Mm -hmm. My my vision started blurring. Mm -hmm. I I started you know wanting to get closer to Christ, but then also wanting to just get that bag, get that bag, mm -hmm. get that money. Gotcha. And so I had one big slip up. Mm -hmm. Lost a lot of money. Okay. And just like any other human, ran back to Christ. Like mm -hmm. bro, you just said I was gonna be a leader and teaching, and <laughs> when you're leading and teaching in a network marketing position, that means you get in a bag. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. God, what Lead is going example. on right now? Yeah. Like, I'm just losing right now, and you know, it's just like 
to teach, you have to learn. And I yeah. didn't fully learn a lot of things. Like, mm-hmm. I was still money hungry. Mm-hmm. I was still, just like in that instant, going to God second. Yep. And for me, I was like, you know what? Let me get grounded. And once again, that word hit me. Mm-hmm. And boom. You, you like popped up i want to say like two sundays later like hey you know i've been thinking about you would you like to be a part of the leadership of the youth and that bro like that hit me i was like oh man yeah and when i asked this guy he like ignored me for like two months i was like i'll forget it (laughs) (laughs) no no like i'm telling you like it for me like it hit me i was like oh like this is it like this is the time Uh and i'm not gonna i was excited but i was nervous yeah i was excited but nervous because it's like I've been born and raised in a Pentecost in Pentecostal churches, mm-hmm. and now coming back and it's like religion, uh, denomination. Yeah, that's not a thing. Yeah, what is your relationship with Christ? Like, yep. Who are you in Christ? And like, what are you doing for Christ? And like, bro, and starting discipleship classes. Mm-hmm. So it's like literally everything just started hit me. And what I can say this year is like all them prophecies and all those things are like coming together yep but for god's glory amen and so like everything that i was doing all the years like 2021 2020 when i was in the military Mm -hmm. everything everything just like got pushed as experience yeah to now come together and finally do everything i want to do and Mm -hmm. like to do but in god amen dude like i mean there's just so much things where we could be here for hours yeah life (laughs) <laughs> but I know something that you've been, you know, like you've been repeating a lot is the whole, you know, the idea of like what you've been living through is a prophecy, right? And that word sometimes confuses people, you know, that they, they they take it as sometimes as fortune telling or mm. or like voodoo or some type of magic or something, right? And not for nothing. So I wasn't raised in the church, you know, I was I was. Like typical Latino, right? Like uh, in the Catholic Church, a lot of the time. So when I stepped into the church I got invited to, I go to a non- we go to a non-denominational church. People speaking tongues, running around, laughing, crying, falling. I was like, "What the heck is going <laughs> on here?" And I had to learn that beautiful. there were things such as prophets. Still, I still had to learn that there was something as apostles. Still, you know, and because to me, that's that's ancient. You know that's ancient information that they don't exist anymore yeah so when one time i'm going to, to service and people are prophesizing over like their children and their and their families and they say oh i see a b c and d i'm like this is crazy that's some witchcraft they're talking <laughs> about but then it's a it, it, it happened to me because that's something i always ask for and like i want somebody to speak it happened to me i'm like yo they they hit it on the money but for the ones who don't understand, like obviously you will prophesize over your life, right? For the ones who don't understand that that idea of what prophecy is or doubt it a lot of the time, what how would you define prophecy? Like what makes I guess prophecy different compared to say you go into a palm reader or tarot reading or something like that? Well, a thousand percent I can say that for me it begins with your belief. Amen. Because you have to believe that God still talks. Mm-hmm. You have to believe he even talked to begin with. Yep. Some people don't believe that God told Noah to do this. And some people don't believe that God spoke through a flaming bush. Like you mm-hmm. have to believe that God spoke, speaks, and will forever speak as mm-hmm. long as we're here. And so for me, a prophecy is simply God giving you the road or at least a direction for you to believe in, mm-hmm. believe in yourself, because we question too much. Human beings, we always have a question. It's yeah. always why, who, what, where, when, how. I mean, it's always just a question. Mm-hmm. So God is a God of, he's a God of order, a yeah. God of, of, you know, correction, a God of making everything clear. And mm-hmm. to some, it might be riddles. To some, it might be you know, they just can't believe it. It's gibberish. Mm-hmm. But for us, when we hear these words, when God speaks to us with certain things, we call it prophecies because they didn't happen yet. Yep. And so it's just God for me, you know, telling me what direction I'm going to be in. So that way I can like not stray away too far, Yep. but like mix and mingle, find what you want to do mm-hmm. because you could be an evangelist, but not be that great of a preacher. Yep. 
So you could be evangelizing to people doing certain other things. Yeah, everybody has a calling. Everybody has a gift and a talent. You know, like, you're really good at basketball. I suck at basketball. You know, you can dance. I can dance. Like, everybody ha uh, consider those talents, but there are those spiritual talents and gifts that, that God gives us. You know, and, and when it comes to prophecies and something that I have learned, right, um, as we chow down still, you know, like, uh, listen, we've been fasting. So uh -huh. this is, this is amazing right now. I kind of like, I was able to break my fast a little bit earlier, but, um, so like when it comes to prophecies and stuff like that, the reason why they are so different from those palm readers or those fortune tellers and stuff like that is because prophecies are, are from, of, of God, right? Um, the enemy is is what we call like a prankster, a jokester. Uh, um, he he's a trickster, not a prankster. Yeah, I guess he could be a prankster, a, a trickster, right? He has no power, but he can make a a falsy, you know, so a, a a false version of what God creates. So, uh, an example that people a lot of the times get confused, and I give this a lot of example to a lot of my youth is, oh, what is the difference between love and lust, right? And, and a lot of them, they'll say it right away, but then they also realize how confused they can, they, they, they can go back and forth with those. Like, but love is like this, but lust is like that. It's because the enemy loves to trick us to believing that that emotion that you have or whatever you see on TV or whatever you listen to, whatever you watch, that is actually love when it's truly lust. And, and the same thing goes with these ideas of prophecies. People will say, you know what? I don't need to go to church to to know what's going to happen in my life. I can just go and read my um, what's it called again? Uh, like uh, the horoscope. Yeah, I could read my horoscope or my or I open up a fortune cookie or have my lucky numbers. And yeah, you can. But what people don't realize is that those things are empty promises and would lead you to nowhere. Even if you get a prophecy from from God saying. ABC is going to happen and you're not going to like it. It is at the end of the day to edify you, to grow you, to, to mold you into the man or woman that he is meant for you to be. Um, listen, man, like I know that you, they prophesied over you about being a teacher and stuff like that. And the, the funny thing is that the same thing kind of happened to me where I met one of my good friends through, through Jen and the first thing she told me, she was like, you're going to work with the youth. You're going to teach. I'm like, get out of here. Like, I, I, I'm, I, to put children, to put me in charge of children is a, is a, is a lie. <laughs> like, it's a mistake. <laughs> and I ended up becoming a high school teacher without the degree to be a teacher for four years. Uh, I got my, my, my higher edu uh, education master's degree. I work in education. And that was from the first moment I met this person and they put word in me through God. And because it was of God, bro, it has, I want to say four years ago, I was definitely not in this place where I am now. And in, in less than a year in the position I was, because it was a word that God gave me, accelerated my path with education so quickly that I, I couldn't believe it. But because it was a true promise from God, it wasn't something that wore down on me. It's something that built me up and I was able to grow my family around it. I was able to grow with God around it. You'll notice when people start telling you stuff about like, and like fortunes and stuff like that, they may come true and they may seem like it fills you up at that moment. But then as soon as that's over, it's like a drug, it's gone. You are trying to find other ways on how to fill it. And I kind of connected it to like, for example, yeah, you might be promised to be a leader and stuff like that, but your mindset was on the money and not on the leadership. Um, so I, I was actually looking down. I'm listening. No, no, I got like, you. With fortune tellers and psychics, something that I've always been big on, even in the army, because mm -hmm. when I was in the army, like I was a dominguero. Yeah. I only went to church on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I was a dominguero and I was in two waters. Like I did like drinking because that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. Pong, all this stuff. And then Sunday you'd see me in church, you know, 
paying my little 10% from my check and all this stuff. So, like, I was. But, like, one thing that I was always big on was the word. Because, like, if it said it in the word, Mm -hmm. that's what I was going to live by. Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing. And so, Leviticus 19, uh, verse 31, it says, Do not turn to mediums or necromancers. Do not seek them out. And so, make yourselves unclean by them. I am the Lord your God. And so, that was... At that time, when that was being said, it was because you go to medium necromancers, you go to any of them, you're now just like you said, you're just believing something a man or a woman said. Exactly. It's not the voice of God. Yep. She just shuffled some cards. Oh, you're you were born when? Oh yeah, yeah. I got I got the right thing for you. Yep. And they make it sound so nice. Yeah. Anything in the world is going to make anything sound so nice. Yep. And it's just going to be music and perfume to your nose. You're going to be attracted by it. Yeah. But, like, it's just things where, like, I tell people, friends, it's like, look, let's look it up. There's a Bible verse for anything. Mm-hmm. Bible verse for this. Yeah, Bible yeah. verse for that. <laughs> See if what you want to do or what you're thinking of doing literally aligns. And they're like, oh, there is a Bible verse. And there is this. And there is that. Uh-huh. And just... uh just now i just had to look that up because yeah amen now always go back to the word right we can we can chit chat about it all day but there's proof to the pudding you know so as uh as other people have said i don't think i really used that before (laughs) (laughs) it just came out of nowhere but you know what what we're talking about is is the honest truth man it's it's very easy and it's nice to hear the things that we want to hear right it's nice who doesn't want to say hey you're gonna make a million dollars next year Right. But what they're not saying is that the things that you're going to have to sacrifice, the things that you have to do in order to get to that place. Yes, you have promises in your life. And yes, amazing things are going to happen because God has created you to do those amazing things. But something that even we've been teaching, I mean, we're we're, we're both youth leaders um, um, that we've been teaching our youth is that uh, and we're, right now we're reading um, I was going to say Daniel, but we're actually reading now Ephesians and in Ephesians. It, it literally talks about um, spiritual blessings and the idea of what spiritual blessings is, is that connection with God. You know, it doesn't promise that you're not going to get hurt. It doesn't promise that you're going to be wealthy. It doesn't promise that your life is not going to be difficult. You know, but it does promise is salvation. And that's what gospel is. And that's what the truth is. I'd rather get hit with the truth than you tell me sweet lies and then I fall flat on my face. You know? Mm-hmm. So I mean the I truth mean, hurts. Yeah, man. The truth hurts. And and, and this is why also, like I, I mean, I know that you you go to the gym and, and you've been lifting and doing your thing. I I enjoy lifting too, but I, I kind of relate lifting a lot to like you know the process of learning what God is because I'm not gonna hop onto a bench day one and pull up you know like push out 500 pounds different i'm gonna die (laughs) i'm gonna die you know i'm not gonna pull up day one open the bible and i mean god is good and he can he can work on you but not thinking that i'm gonna understand every single thing that's there i do heavy lifting um in the word and that's what a lot of people think they can do yeah you know and it's hard to do it's hard to do because um when i first got back to reading the word bro i tried to go straight to genesis <laughs> i did not make it i did not make it past exodus mm-hmm. i'm just like bro what is going on i said god i got i i, I need give me some guidance and, mm. I, and then literally i put on a preaching instead and he, first thing he said i remember first thing when he was talking i forgot what preacher was uh you know his, his name was uh candelita I'm not sure. It's a he's a Hispanic, <laughs> he's a Hispanic evangelist, super fire. His name yeah, is yeah. Candelita. I think it's Eddie Candelita. Uh-huh. And so he, I'm just gonna say it in English because he was in Spanish. Yeah, um, yeah. He was saying, how 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 do you want to start a new life in Christ when you wasn't born again and see your reason for being saved? Mm. I was like, hmm. Mm. What is my reason for the fact that I am saved? It's Christ. Amen. So from there on, I like I. It was just like. It, the the light bulb shined it turned on and yep. said go back new new testament yep gotta go back to the roots yeah find out how you are saved go yeah i mean and and that's where when people hear the word gospel that's what that is you know the gospel is literally the story of jesus christ and how he died on the cross for us 
and, and died for our sins so we can be saved so we can have a, a relationship with God so we can have eternal life. I just preach the gospel to you, you know, and the Bible says, you know, Jesus will come back once every ear has heard the gospel. So, yo, and Jesus this, coming soon. <laughs> this time and age, bro, you think like you would have thought that everybody would have heard already. It movies, just movies, social media, like there's just so many means of it. It's the it's thing insane. is that people have heard it, but they deny that they've heard it. Mm. They deny like you hear, you know, who everybody knows who Jesus is. And if you know what Jesus, who Jesus is, you know, the gospel. The simple it, as that. It's that simple. It's really simple it, as that. Yeah, you people overcomplicate who who Jesus Christ is, who God is, right, and what He did, and and yeah, you know what? There's you know people in Yale that are studying this and in in the and the and the vocabulary and the history behind the Bible. Amen. Now that thing is dope. I personally like doing that. Like I have a historical Bible that breaks it down. I have a commentary. I have a Bible dictionary, right? And that's just for me. So I can edify myself even deeper into the word. But I know that Jesus Christ died on the cross for me and that's gospel. And I know a lot of people know that. And I'm just letting you guys know, you guys know the good news. That's the good news. And that's the gospel. That is, that is, I mean, I've been hearing it like since I was a baby, since I was born. I was like seven years old, eight years old on the street handing out tracks. <laughs> like, like my parents was like, don't talk to strangers, but all you're going to tell them is God loves you. <laughs> God loves you. God bless you. And then walk away. If they try to grab you, we're right over here. We're right? running. <laughs> but literally like seven, eight, I, probably even younger because they used to give out tracks since I was born. Like, that's that's what I grew up knowing. Mm -hmm. People are like, oh, how you don't know this show? Or, oh, my God, how you don't know this rapper? And how you don't know this singer? I wasn't raised up, you know, listening and uh. seeing parties and all this stuff. I was literally, you know, Christmas ain't no opening gifts until we have a service at the house. Oh, Worship dude. service at the house. Wow. My dad would preach. Wow. I would sing. My little brother would read the Bible. Wow. Like there was no Thanksgiving until we all got in a circle, prayed, gave thanks to God as a as a group prayer, mm -hmm. and then literally went one by one on like, why are you thankful? Why are you thankful? Wow, you thankful? man! Like, like born Amen. and raised in it, and the thing is like born and raised in it, bro. That's when like I wanted the streets even more. I so like you. when it comes time to tell my testimony from like when I started wilding out, yeah, it's like, but well, bro, you were twelve years old praying for people when they were falling yeah like, how do you go from that to now this and it's yeah. just when you have something as strong as god on your side bro the devil is gonna work double times to take it apart like he's gonna try and do the absolute worst if, if you feel that the enemy is not messing with you you're doing something wrong to be honest because he knows and i, I forgot i think uh, i think tyler perry said or denzel washington said it i've heard it but it makes sense what they said because you know you're you're doing god's work and the enemy doesn't want you to do god's work so know. he's going to give you something in your life that's going to tempt you and then it's your choice to make that to make the right choice after everything you've learned but the thing with human beings man is that when they don't have something and it's presented to them in such a beautiful way which is the world and you've never been a part of that it's interesting bro it's so intriguing bro it's and like, music was the number one thing for me yeah dude music because i was in church loving music now I'm, you know, walking to school, maybe walking from school, mm -hmm. outside in the school bus. You know, now I'm 6th, uh, 7th grade, 8th grade, hearing now more and more music from the street. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I like 50 Cent. Yeah. <laughs> I like Meek Mill. Like, that, yeah. okay, I like that. Like, <laughs> all right. And, like, I would sing and do what i gotta do in church but then on free time or in my house i'm listening to this I'm yeah listening to that. and that's how i started dibbling and dabbling bro and like it, it literally can start from one thing and then it just grows and grows well, it's, it's a it's like a gateway like what they call the gateway drugs like yeah. it is literally, literally it a that. gateway to other things you could potentially do in the world because 
you're listening to this dope beat, right? And you're intrigued by the beat. And then not for nothing, like there are some, like I, I'm about the beat, but there's something about um, like a, an artist's tone or his voice that also kind of carries that kind of, it always intrigued me, you know, like, like that's why I always like Nas and that's why I always like Jay-Z and that's okay. why I always like Common or Most Def. Um, just like their, their, their style, their flow, it, 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 but then you, then you start, you pass the music, you pass like their, 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 their way they present themselves. And now you start listening to the words and you're like, yo, that is dope. I like how they, they mixed and match this or talking about this. I could relate to that because a lot of times in church, they don't talk about the stuff that a 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 teenager are Things struggling need with. to hear. That's something I love about your teachings and things that I've been now hearing in the church that, mm -hmm. that we attend now. It's like, not only are they giving the word, not only are they saying what, you know, what's in the word, but they're also being more relatable. Like, hey, the world is there. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's there when you go outside. It ain't going nowhere. Like, <laughs> we have to know what's going on out there. Have a, a decent amount of filter. That way we don't, you know, disrespect anybody, hurt any feelings. Yeah. But like, we're being real and i'm like i like this like the conversation right, we're being needs way to be more had. real like i get it the preaching of hey if you're not saved you're going straight to hell yep works yep i'll do it myself one day you might catch it. <laughs> but we have to be putting that middle the middle space that if you do this there is a hell if you do that there is a hell you have sinned like i had sex before marriage okay i know that what i did was wrong mm-hmm and I know that promiscuity wasn't the answer and pornography wasn't the answer, but that's what I got into. That's what I got like dragged into hard body yeah, and man. God still loves me. Amen. And so we preach that God still loves you for what you did, not what you did. Um, I mean, he doesn't love you for what you did. I'm going to take that back. He <laughs> loves you even though you did what you did. <laughs> gotta, gotta pick ourselves up. But like end of the day it's like we still have to preach hardcore but we have to give that middle to it's like the you want rice. people to under, you want people to understand right <laughs> yes yeah. you got to put some of the beans in the rice yeah give it a little extra <laughs> kick this rice had some sasong and adobo put into yeah, it yeah yeah so like you can't just serve just one thing but you got to put the extra thing so that people can feel better mm -hmm. At the same time, get that 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 hard word that they need to hear. Yep. And and also it's just nothing but the realness. I've always been about that realness. There is, everybody learns different, right? It's something that I, I learned even as an educator. Like if I'm teaching a lesson, Billy and Bobby are gonna understand different than Sarah and Susie. You know, so how as a teacher, am I gonna share a lesson and have everybody understand at the same time? And this is where as leaders right and if you want to preach the word or if you want to kind of break out of that shell and do that amen but this is where studying happens this is where you have to prepare yourself right where it's like i see that maybe you know this kid is understanding it but i'm looking at you and like there's something about it that you don't understand so i have to take the time be like hey what what don't you understand or even just bringing it to a real life example um, something that everybody's different, right? But something that I always lead in is with testimony, right? I, I read something and I attach it to my life and how it lives in my life or how it can live in my life. Cause obviously I haven't experienced everything. Right. Um, but you're right. You know, there is a time and place for the way you were raised, right. In, in the type of church that we were raised, right. It was for that time. But then now things are different. Things are so much more liberal now. Things are, are so much more available now to like, like the phone alone like you can do it you said pornography i suffer with the same situation too it's easily accessible That's i can go crazy. into a little dark corner where nobody's at oh, connect to some type of wi-fi network and i have access to it mm -hmm. and that's the realness of it you know it and you know and a lot of the times too when when um we have young men, right? And they're like, oh my gosh, man, like, why am I feeling this way? And, you know, if I look at a girl this way, is it bad? I'm like, okay, that feeling that you have, God created that feeling, that feeling of attraction, right? 
And there's nothing wrong with that feeling of attraction is what you do with it. Is it leading you into these thoughts of like, oh, if so-and-so is here, what would I do? Or what would I say? Like, what are you doing with that attraction is, is, is the issue with it. And, um, and that's where I was like, you know what? Women are beautiful. Women are, women are gorgeous, you know, and, and God created it that way for us, right. To be attracted to it. But, and we kind of had this conversation before, you know, me, before Christ really found me, I was a womanizer, you know, and, and, and I, I enjoyed flirting, flirting almost happened naturally out of nowhere because I enjoyed the conversation and, 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 and her, and, and people's reaction to well, girls reaction to it, but it became the norm for me. And I'm like, now I need to be careful and everything that I do because I love God. I love my wife. Mm-hmm. I am married. And 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 um and people think that marriage is 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 your is your safe spot like um you know in tag it's like it's like safety. You know like that safe spot like honestly <laughs> honestly like, right now it is my safe spot. No, okay. Honestly, I'm I'm not even gonna lie. Uh so you know, I know she's going to hear this. Babe, I, love you. <laughs> I love you. Um before before I really got bad into promiscuity, um, before I got very promiscuous, I was always just uh, a, a lover boy. Mm-hmm. I was always crushing, but I was never really doing nothing. The commitment wise. Like, yeah. yeah, nothing commitment wise. And I met her my sophomore year. Like mm-hmm. I was always like, I'd flirt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big flirt. Listen, not for nothing. So I, I know his fiance for a <laughs> while, right? He came up. In numerous occasions, in little bochinche, little gossip, <laughs> this and that, and then to finally meet this Laying guy. The cards on the table now. Bro. About like I don't know, like how many years ago? Like maybe six years ago, so eight years. I don't know wild. how long, man. I've, I've been I've been saved by like around like almost ten years. It's funny, like finally meeting you in person after everything. She's always telling because she was like, she was one of our youth. So sorry, go ahead. I, I just had to drop that. So like I had met her. Uh, my sophomore year and i was always a, like it's called a pica flow and it's like you flirt a little bit you drop you take a little rose petal yeah, yeah. And you throw it at her and now you're gonna go to <laughs> and so it's like it's flirting but it's not flirting because all i did was like a little bit and then uh, i'm on to this one yeah i, I like yeah, this yeah, one yeah, yeah. and so i was always on that until i met her mm-hmm. and then i tried to be with her like I, I nah. bro, I was I was trying like nah. I'm gonna be a man. I was walking her from her bus stop to her uh-huh. to her house every day, and like I'm trying to be a man. She was not having it. So right through it. Until one Good. time, she made me her buds. She's like, oh, we're buds, we're buds. I said, oh, we're buds, bro. I turned up, <laughs> like I turned up. Yeah. I probably had four or five girlfriends <laughs> that same day. Like it was bad, and like I can speak on it now because. You know, I didn't get caught up. I didn't get no kids. Yeah, I didn't yeah, never yeah, catch yeah. nothing. Oh, so God is good. Yeah, I get yeah. to preach about it. Yeah, yeah. But I was out there while. And when she seen that, that was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm really not giving this guy a chance. Like, yeah. Oh, I, I made him my friend. And now he's got like five girlfriends. Three of them are in my class. Friend oh, zone, yeah. Friend zones hurt, man. Friend zones hurt, <laughs> especially when you care about somebody. But but also to make sure that you, you know that if you're hearing this or seeing this, like we're sharing this. To edify not to boast never. right because never this is about choices that we've made that we hope that you can relate to because yeah. this, this is a somebody a, could this, be going through the same thing yeah, it's a serious conversation especially as men we don't know how many young men are out there that can't have this conversation with daddy or, or yeah. with theo or or, or or like whoever like they don't have a male figure in their life right and even young ladies right to know that you know doing what his beautiful fiance said you know like no we're buds we're cool keeping your cool you're not there to entertain right you're there to be served no that that's what you're that's what you're there for yeah you're there to be served as queens and i want to make sure you understand that and gentlemen you're supposed to be there to be royalty like god said create a banquet banquets are meant for royalty right and and sometimes there are young men that throw themselves around, not because they want to, because they see somebody else do and they feel like they have to fit in. And the same thing happens with young ladies. So once again, anything that we say here, it's because we've lived through it. We've gone through it. And we want to make sure that our testimony in our lives 
you see that we've changed because God is in our life yeah. and he's guided us. So, so like I was saying, uh, it's my safe spot because when I was single, like, bro, like there was no limit. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wanted her. I was, I was having it. Mm -hmm. If I wanted to do this, I was having it. But now that I have her, I'm able to be grounded in one place. Mm -hmm. I'm able to be me. I am mm -hmm. able to, you know, not worry about having the best things or doing this, doing that. Because like you were saying, I, I honestly think us men have it easy now. Like, back <laughs> in the day, you had to pull up with a whole tribe of cattle. You had to pull up with land already for your wife to live in. But it's a little different, though. Because what what happens now is like okay so you know what are your plans for the next five years yeah you know, and I got that talk yesterday yeah so, <laughs> so th th those are your lambs and goats yeah and milk those and are the <laughs> lambs and goats but it's just so much easier now because now you know all you have to have is that vision that strive that income coming in that residual income coming in and now you're able to marry whoever whomever mm -hmm. and the reason it's really my safe spot is because of all those things I said before and because now honestly women don't even look my way. Mm -hmm. Once I hit him with the wifey on the Apple Watch or, or, or I show my phone and it's wifey on the screen yeah, yeah, yeah. that I put there gladly, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, you're engaged? Oh, my God. No, no. Yeah. And well, like, yeah, amen. yeah. No, no. Yeah. Better get away. Amen. You, don't want, you don't want her on you. Amen. Amen. You know. Yeah. I'm happy about it. You know, that's, that's, people be like, oh, after you get married, it's it's harder. That's when they, they, they come to you even quicker. I'll I be playing like I'm married now. <laughs> I say I'm married now, and they're just like, skirt, skirt. And I'm like, Perfect. I mean, like, different versions of, of like being like, in, you know, marriage is it's not easy, you know, and, and I know that. So you're about to get married, right? You're, being you're, a fiance yeah, isn't yeah, easy. Yeah, you're mostly you're... a fiance that <laughs> I was able to live with whomever i lived on my own yep and i can I relate did, to that man you know i yeah. did the the left right whatever i wanted yeah at night and now it's like she's protecting herself for marriage which mm -hmm. i love i love that and like i wave that flag around so quick Amen. when people be like oh you know i bet she's a great girl and she's a virgin <laughs> and i ain't doing it until we marry there like go. I, bro i stamp it so quick because it's such a good feeling it is that's great bro and so it's like i'm at the part now where it's just like it's also hard yeah i can't sleep over she can't sleep over it's, we can't go places it's the, alone. what the flesh wants and we got to protect it, ourselves and i get that of course i get it some people be like nah man that christian life that ain't it man they they locking y'all up no nah. freedom of will <laughs> thing is you have to know your levels of free free of will like yeah. your your freedom of will like there's levels to it yeah. and her being extremely beautiful and her loving me the way she does, bro, the devil can literally do anything. And then there goes yeah. everything we work for. Yep. And like a quick flash of an eye. And it's it's the no, the conviction, right? The relationship with God that leads it. And everybody and it's it's it is a struggle because you're you're in love with this person, right? When I was when I was engaged, I, I was in love, infatuated with my with my my fiance, not my wife, right? And you know it it's hard but it's beautiful and it's worth the wait and it's worth it because then you realize that you're just after this person for the skins right you're just you're just after this person for just that that two second satisfaction of whatever you Same. know and, and and it's and it's more than that and we we kind of talked about it a little bit when before we started you know that's why people are afraid of marriage it's not it's because they it's like you're going to have to deal with this person for the rest of your life. And they're going to reflect a lot of the stuff that you've never seen before. And you're going to realize that it's more than just date night and Netflix and chill. It's about you messed up today. Let's talk about it. Or I didn't like the way you said that. Let's talk about it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, <laughs> because like you, you're like, I, I did my own thing. Right. And my wife, she was more towards her family and stayed with them and stuff like that. My... And I think everybody's different, but you know, marriage is beautiful, people. Marriage is. is beautiful, and it is. And the enemy doesn't like marriage because because with with two people who 
you know, fear God, come together and marry with God in the center, that is powerful. When there's two people united in his name, that's where he is. And the yeah. devil do not like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it attacks you even more, man. But He's like, oh, you about to make a generation to go against me? I need you done. Gener- but, but the fact that you said that, people don't realize that. That there are generations that you... People may have heard in the Bible, like, oh, like, look at the stars. Those are your generations. Not nah, the generations, literally, it is, yeah, but like the generations are literally living in you. <laughs> like, yeah. It gen, like, you are, there's, you are part of a generation that was in your father and your mother. A woman you know? carries a baby nine months. We carry them babies forever. Yep. I, I tell my wife the same thing. I've been carrying <laughs> that baby all my life. <laughs> but yeah, that didn't go too well. <laughs> Just wait till Marjorie hears this. <laughs> But, but God is good though amen, He makes bro. unity He brings unity And it was even something That I didn't even see coming Bro like When I got reunited With Marjorie I was literally thinking I was Bruce Wayne The Single playboy Philanthropist About to be a trillion. <laughs> like I thought I thought it was all I thought it was all Uphill for me I thought I was gonna be The The brand new Millionaire of New Haven And then next thing you know It's just like Humble yourself Learn And Learn to be like submitted. Yeah. I was very unsubmissive because I, I was living on my own, doing what I wanted to do. Now it's like, listen to me, listen to your parents, your spiritual parents, and your fiance. Like, it's like, bro, it's hard, man. You know, but it's go, a good go, life. left and right. But it's a beautiful life, though. Oh, now, because now, like I see it, it most definitely is beautiful. But when you're going through it, I'm gonna be single again. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go to this, man. I'm about to stop going to church. Like it gets like that, and I haven't been like that for a while. And I thank God I only had like two, three breakdowns like that towards the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's when you prayed for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. bro, I was like, man, I'm, I'm just gonna go to, to my old church. Yeah. But if I go to my old church, they gonna make me shave my beard just to play the drums. Like, like I was like back and forth battling, having this issue that I was that I'm just saying, like, yeah, confusion, confliction. And when you prayed for me, that was just like. All right, God. One of the, one of the first voices I hear. Okay, All right, keep it coming, keep it coming, and then it just it just grounded me to where where Amen. I am now. Amen. Now bro. I don't see myself nowhere else unless it's like God telling me like, hey, of course, go man. do this, go do that. God so. will take you anywhere, you know. And and the beauty behind this, bro, is that you know whether whether we say marriage is hard or easy, whatever experience is your experience, but at the end of the day, you will feel fulfilled because. Christ is in the center of it. Mm-hmm. Those people who go through life and say they're filled, you guys are trying to fill something else up when you don't have God in your life. You're trying to you, there, there's a hole. There's there there's some there's an emptiness that you have, Boy. and and you're trying to fill it up with something. And and um, half the time, most of the time, it isn't the best thing. And 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 you start and whatever you're getting trying to fill yourself up with, and you have a family, you're leaking into that family. And they're absorbing whatever whatever you you're leaking, and yeah. sometimes it's not it's not great. And you know, when we talk about generations, like you, we have generations in us, but we're also influencing other generations. And whether it's your kids or not your kids, you know, there are people watching, you know, and there are people observing, and there are people who look up to you, even though you feel you're not worth looking up to. I'm letting you go know right now, you're worth it. You have purpose. You have a reason for living because if you didn't, you wouldn't exist. You know, mm-hmm. and, and God has a purpose. You're breathing literally what, you know, you're literally breathing worship with God because of the miracle that he's given you of life. And um, yeah, man. So I don't know. We've been going at it for, you know, how long? <laughs> and, and, but, um, and we've we've covered so many topics between what is prophecy and the difference between prophecy and like and fortune telling and and let and letting people know that you know prophecy is, is of God and there are other things like that but they're of the world and they're empty right and most talk- definitely gonna need like a part four and five yeah of course and that, that's, that's what this is about you know this is just an introduction to taste right and we ended up talking about marriage and relationships and. Uh, testimony and we can literally have a whole conversation of our testimonies right and and where we came from what we did right but what i want to make sure that in this conversation you were able to hear how genuine we were right and no script 
And yeah, all we got on the table is some food. <laughs> Literally, just have a plate of good food. And it just God, right? And and what He's done in our lives, and how He lives in every part of our lives, and that we're not done, and we are still being molded. And there are going to be days where we'll be rebroken, but Amen. When He breaks me, He's going to rebuild me mm-hmm. so much better, you know. And and I've, you know, I know that you're going into this season in your life of marriage, right? And you're going to be rebroken for God and to rebuilt again with that relationship with your beautiful fiance, with future mm-hmm. wife, and that you're going to be one. Because right now you just like that little single little vase. He's going to go boop, boop, <laughs> boop, boop, and remold you and heat you guys up together with his Holy Spirit. And you just become that much stronger. And that's that's beauty. And then in a couple of years, I have a little, little pot coming in and little, little, little pot. <laughs> so, I mean, I want eight kids. OD. We're going to talk about that. OD. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about generations. <laughs> I want a big family. But, man, you know, I, I appreciate your time, man. It, I thank uh, you so much for me, for letting me be here, bro. Of course, bro. dude. Of course, man. And and I'm, I'm happy that you're here, you know, and um, I'm happy that we can have this talk. And, you know, it, it's for others, but also for you and me that I was able to get to know you that much more. And, like, yeah, we hang out and we talk, but to have a sit-down conversation is, is, is totally different, really different. As, as men, right? Yeah. Um, but no, I appreciate your time. Definitely will be coming back. Um, hopefully, can't wait. You know, we have we have, we're going to definitely have other topics. You'll be you'll be married already. Probably, I'll have another daughter. <laughs> so, you know, things are moving. Things are changing. All for the glory of God. Way more big projects on the way. Amen. Some that you are included, and in, I just ain't put you on. To no, I appreciate. It, <laughs> we're working for real. Yeah, man. Yeah, the guy's in the center of it all. But, Amen. ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you guys joining in. Um, remember God bless that everybody, you are you are worth it, man. Like whatever mountain that you are trying to push, stop pushing. Just have faith and have God move that because all you need is a faith the size of a mustard seed, and all you gotta say is move. Thank you, guys. God bless. God bless y'all.